2: good afternoon good morning good evening depending on where in the world you are and where you're tuning in from Mario I have a quick question have you had a haircut in the last few days uh, yeah about 10, 10 days ago or something like that <laughs> but yeah and that's what I thought I thought you looked a little bit different a little bit different all right cool listen yeah. uh, Mario let's get into the tennis uh, rather than haircuts we can do a haircut podcast perhaps for another another yeah. time. Um well bueno. let's let's dive straight into Rotterdam what happened yesterday and let's begin at the end of the day with Stan Vavrinka rolling back the years again with a straight-wet sets wins over Bublik but maybe we shouldn't be that surprised Vavrinka I think has been in pretty good form in the last few weeks and Bublik anything but good form
1: Yeah uh, it's the the 10th 10th loss in a row uh, for Public. so yeah, probably it's it's not um, it's not uh, a, a great surprise, and I mean I think that Vavrinka had uh, had his good chances, and uh, he's doing quite well um, in this beginning of the year. Of course, it's uh, it's not what we uh, what we were used to see, but uh, uh, yeah, he's he is doing good things, some nice performances, and. Uh, um, a nice winning straight sets also because um, it's a, it's also important for him also to um, to try to to stay to stay fit and ready to, to the next round a good uh, um, a good performance against an opponent uh, uh, who who doesn't give you a lot of uh, of rhythm a lot of uh, um, yeah it's kind of different. Uh, different tennis uh, because uh, um, you have to stay focused uh, and you have to know that a lot probably depends also on on him uh, because he al- he always tries to uh, to do something uh, uh, try something different and something unusual uh, during his matches uh, regardless of uh, uh, if he's winning or losing and um, so yeah I think that. Uh, uh, it's good to see Vavrinka at this level, and I think that he he has a chance to 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 reach the quarterfinals because his next match, um, a remake of a famous Wimbledon quarterfinal, uh, yeah, 2015, uh, <laughs> which Gasquet won nine nine seven and uh, in the fifth set. Um, and I think it's it's going to be pretty pretty even mm, even before the start of the match. In in my thoughts, it's it's a bit of a 50-50, Even if Gasquet is is playing well, but I think that Vavrinka has has his chances, and he's also close to, uh, to try to reach again the top one hundred
2: at this point. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so Gasquet beat the seventh seed when P- Pablo Andujar Busta. Um, for me, a little bit of a surprise, but maybe I shouldn't have been. I mean, Gasquet did win a tournament. Didn't he win a tournament in New Zealand at the beginning of the year? Am I right on that? Yes, in Auckland. Yeah, exactly. So so he's been playing well. I think Vavrinka as well. I don't think um, they did anything exceptional at the Australian Open, but um, but they've both been playing quite well. Vavrinka for me, probably would go back to December. I thought I'd look, I'd look to him in... Um, in fact, even before December, I would even go back as far as October. I thought he looked good uh, in Basel. I thought he was unlucky in um, in Paris-Bercy. He had match points against Holger Rune. Obviously, you know Holger Rune goes on win to win the tournament. So that that defeat has aged well. And then this year as well, I think he's been playing well. So uh, and of course, Favrinko is back with Thomas Enqvist as well. So perhaps that has all meant that the stars have aligned. And uh, yeah, PCB will be disappointed. But um, Richard Gasquet against. Um, against Vavarenko is something to look forward to. Listen, uh, let's talk about as well, somebody who hasn't got anything to look forward to is Aslan Karatsev, because he is out. He's really had a pretty horrible 18 months or certainly 12 months since winning mm. that tournament just before the Australian Open a year ago
1: yeah you're right and he he was in a in a semi-final in in pune at the beginning of the year i mean not a, a not a packed event but still i i probably thought that who knows maybe he he would have tried to to reach some form but no that's not the case he's he's still able to to play some good tennis in some matches but overall um, yeah he 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 isn't producing something uh, uh, extraordinary and uh, yes they the um, yeah Dimitrov uh, played played a, a good match uh, played tennis and did it right uh, but uh, yeah aslan's performance was um, Not for the ages, let's say, let's say so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, In 2021, I know that um, he had an an explosion, but um, after that Australian Open semifinal... Mm, He he was then able to to find his form um, here and there in some events, also on clay, for example. uh, I remember uh, a fantastic match he won uh, against Djokovic uh, in in Serbia. And just to lose the final in the the deciding tiebreak against Bertini, Uh, he won Dubai. Uh, in 2021, he won another 250 in Russia. Uh, I think uh, Saint Petersburg, if I'm not uh, wrong. Yeah. Um, so I I thought that okay, probably he won't be top 20 for a long time, but uh, he can be a solid uh, solid player for for three, four, five years. And and not uh, suddenly he he went a lot down in. In recent times, and uh, um, yeah, uh, he he played uh, the qualifying event uh, in Rotterdam because his ranking is not so high anymore. Um, But yeah, he seems to he seems like too strong to to lose in the qualifying, (laughs) but then. he has not um, the form, uh, the physical and the mental form to compete um, with a player like Dimitrov, and that's why the score looks like that.
2: Yeah, right. Um, did you manage to watch any women's tennis yesterday? Because of course we've got Doha underway. Um, yeah, standouts? it's horrible. Yeah, go on.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I was saying that it's horrible that we have no other events. Uh, in this week, we have only one uh, 500, and that uh, also means a, a, a packed qualifying event, three rounds to uh, to enter the main draw. So practically three wins to win like 20 points, um, and yeah, I I just don't know why why a uh, uh, WTA 250 could have worked in my opinion instead of this strange. A uh, 500 event because also, also because it's played by everyone. Uh, because there's also Dubai, uh, we uh, which is a 1000 event, uh, and so we have all the players except for Sabalenka and and Rybakina in this event, and they are all playing. And so, there's also, um, a huge qualifying draw because, um, uh, yeah. we have no other event uh,
2: this week. So exactly. I mean, I saw Leila Fernandez against Pliskova, which could be a Grand Slam semi-final in qualifying. Pliskova emerging the winner to the uh, to the sadness, of course, for for yeah. her um, and her fans in terms of Fernandez. But yeah, um, yeah, that's how it yeah, is, and, and we can see some of these matches here as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pliskova uh, Fernandez could have been scheduled on on a center court. Over uh, over 1,000 events or even a Grand Slam. So yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, also because Pliskova is also in a good form. Uh, I saw her in Abu Dhabi and um, and did quite well. Um, and did very well qualifying this week. So uh, n- not so lucky. Also the player in the main draw who who thought, oh, I got a, <laughs> I got a, um, a player from qualifying, and then it's Pliskova. Um, but yeah, a, a nice day to start the the main draw because we uh, we had a, a nice match between Krejcikova and Kudermetova. Um, Azarenka did her job quite easily. Um, yeah, Kudermetova important win for her after a pretty disappointing Australian Open campaign. Um, so it was important for her to um, to to take some wins, uh, in this, in these events, uh, which in, in the female, uh, tour are, are also more important than in the male tour, because, uh, it's an important stage of the year with a 1000 event. Um, um, so yeah, nice match. And today we're going to have other, uh, other great, um, Great matches, uh, for example, there's uh, Belinda Bencic playing, uh, one of the most informed uh, players, but also the match uh, uh, between Kiselev Stap- and Stapenko. It's mm, yeah, it's it's a nice tournament. Or I don't know if probably they could have been two back to back one one thousand or I don't know just having another event somewhere else <laughs> probably yeah. would have. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm um, I'm trying to um, to take in the part of a player uh, who is like number thirty. 13 the ranking which is a good ranking um, but uh, seems like not enough in, in the WTA tour to uh, to be in all the main draws and in 500 events like in, in the ATP tour it's impossible to think of an uh, of a of 500 event with a number 30 uh, playing uh, qualifying, something like that. So I
2: know, I know. But then even Rotterdam, and I would like to sort of finish on on Rotterdam. I know we've got a tournament in Buenos Aires. We'll probably bring you a bit of info on that tomorrow. By the way, we've got some live tennis right now happening in Rotterdam. I didn't realize they start as early as 11 a.m., but they did. Yeah, uh, I see that her catch is already set up on um by Artista Agut but um but yeah I mean uh, today in Rotterdam and also the first round in Rotterdam I think the lowest ranked automatic um person in the first round was 52 um I can't remember who that was it might be Quan, but um and I yeah. was like wow that's uh that's a pretty tight cut for what is an ATP 500.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it's it's right. Uh, just think that Sinner is not seeded, uh, yeah. uh, and it's okay. Not uh, it doesn't count this week's ranking. But taking a look of the other, uh, the last weeks, he was a 17, and so 17 in the world is not seeded in in this event. Uh, but still, it's different from Doa. Uh, we are we are a bit surprised, but it's still different from from Doa. Uh, and it's it's a problem of a lot of 500 events in the female uh, draw. But looking at the draw in uh, in Rotterdam, yeah, we have some uh, some interesting uh, sections. Like for example, already for example, Titi Passruzuwari is uh, a great first round, and then to probably meet Sinner um, in the second round. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, it's very nice it's it's an interesting event to yeah uh, to watch and not the only one because also in, in buenos aires there are some some players to uh, to watch for example um, uh, one is alcaraz um, and it's also interesting because he's coming back uh, after um after um, skipping the Australian Open due to injury. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's a packed week for uh, for tennis lovers. Um, not uh, big, big events like 1000 and all these things, but uh, a lot of great matches ahead of us.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you hear us in conversation with business icons.
2: I agree, and in Buenos Aires, I'm also looking forward to seeing how Dominic Team gets along. I think uh, Team and Alcaraz are probably the two biggest stories there for me, at least to see how they do. Uh, two big unknowns, I think Alcaraz and Team as well. They could go out first round, or they could be they could be in the semifinals, or, or in Alcaraz's case, he could win the tournament uh, quite easily. Um, yeah, we not. Don't know. Go uh, on,
1: no, okay. For me, Alcaraz is. Yeah, it's, uh, like you said, but it's a bit different story, in my opinion. I don't see him losing in the second round against Jere. Um, probably the question if uh, if he will be able to win the event. Um, and that's different from Dominic's team. I think that team is more like how many matches will he, will he win. Um, yeah, that's Um but yeah, other in, other interesting players like Nori Musetti. So um, yeah, a uh, good event. Also a uh, different time zone from Rotterdam. So it's a bit you can watch a bit here and there when you are free.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Especially for us Europeans. Um, uh, Just let's finish with Rotterdam. Um, What is the match today that you're most looking forward to? I think, is Medvedev Davidic-Vikina today? I'm not sure. But let's talk about the first round anyway. Davidic-Vikina-Medvedev is maybe the match that really excites me. Um, I would suggest, I'm not sure if it's today or tomorrow, but that... That's a big one, though, no? For both players, yeah. I mean, Medica um, needs a good tournament. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, he needs a good tournament, and
1: this match is quite interesting. Uh, and also, I was watching uh, Sonego-Oger al can be a good match. Uh, Oger al is, uh, uh, last year, won here uh, the first title of his career. Uh, yeah. So it's the first time he, he, he comes back as the defending champion. Um, and takes um, a quite dangerous player these days because he's doing some nice things uh, indoors in these events. So uh, I'm I'm interested to to see how Felix will uh, will play this week um, because he also uh, he finished strong the year, but after a disappointing Australian Open, uh, he mm, he needs to to get back um to good form uh before before
2: some great great tournaments agree uh hi Jane just saying hello to both of us I uh, hope you're enjoying the tennis uh you can be like Jane as well and become a member you just need to click the join button which is below this video and you can become a member of talking tennis and keep up to date with all things involved in the sport. Mario and I are going to bring this to a close right now. Any final comments on, on the last 24 hours or the next 24 hours, Mario? Hmm...
1: I want to see also, um, probably it's not rega- uh, it's not the, the next 24 hours, but uh, um, we were um, giving a, a general look to all the events and there's also in the United States Derry Beach and I uh, want to see how Fritz Shapovalov will react to um, not, uh, not strong week In Dallas, where he had a great story, but that's another thing. Um, I'm interested to see to watch particularly these two two players how they will uh, they uh, yeah. Fritz needs some points because uh, because of Indian Wells. Um, Shapovalov it's a different story because he needs he needs wins uh, to 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 his confidence because he's recently not doing, absolutely not doing well.
2: Yeah, uh, he is at least, Fritz, at a career high of world number seven. I was just yeah. looking at the rankings yesterday on the Talking Tennis website, which you can all uh, check out. And I saw that he's up to a career high of seven. But as you say, um, he's got a few points to defend. But then again, the Rafa Nadal, of course, is going to be missing out with his Acapulco and probably his Indian Wells, finalist points as well so there's a lot of um, potential movers and shakers there of course Djokovic is very very close to both the ATP and WTA world record I think it is of 377 weeks yeah next um, week yeah next, next week, week will be. Will and be. it's
1: confirmed that he will be at least at uh, 3 378 so um, it's already confirmed we just have to wait
2: Yep, 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 yep. Um, by the way, uh, Jane, yes, we will continue. It's just this week, Jane. We're going to, uh, I mean, GTL and I have a pretty good relationship. So, uh, yeah, I give them give them this week because uh, we need a, another week off to just do these kind of shows. So make sure you tune into GTL for their watch But we will be back, Jane, with plenty more watch if we get time, we may do a watch along this week, but we'll make sure it's one that GTL are not doing. So um, make sure you tune into their coverage. They'll be doing some matches live in the next couple of days. So, uh, But yeah, Jane, don't worry. We'll be back doing our play-by-play in the very, very near future, but just not this week. Uh, certainly not in Rotterdam anyway. Um, but yeah, listen, Mario, big thank you to you. Uh, I know you've got to go off and, and have a busy day. Uh, I've got my coffee. I'm just uh, going to to work.
1: That's a busy day. Yeah, you're right. It's a busy day. Yeah. Uh, I'm, on, really I'm on night shifts.
2: I'm on night shifts. So, this is my first thing in the morning. I, I just woke <laughs> up and that's why I've got my coffee on the go. And uh yeah, so now I just have to wait until 10 o'clock for my night shift to begin. <laughs> okay i I, i'm
1: doing well working in in the afternoon uh, this week so it's
2: okay cool listen big thank you to you mario i'm sure we'll be seeing you you very soon um take care i will leave you as in the audience i've just posted in the live chat an interview i did last week uh with the uh stats and data scientist if you like uh, Shane uh, Leonage, he's been working very closely with Arena Sabalenka, Anon Shabur, and Emil Roussevori, by the way, who will be in action against uh, Stefano Sitsipas. So we'll see how that pans out later on. Um, but yeah, he's been working closely with them and really been providing them with uh, a lot of data and information on opponents, but also on themselves. And I conducted an interview with him last week, uh, which has just gone up on YouTube. And uh, I've posted the link in the live chat. So make sure you copy and paste that. And here is a little trailer to that interview. Take care, Mario. Bye. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button, don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis.